Hi everyone, welcome to Sky Gems Academy podcast. We're a family and series of podcasts that gives voice to stories, life experiences, and news for listeners to learn from the best in their space and the best in the industry. In Sky Gems Academy podcast series two, entitled "Discovering Twenty First Century Skills." We will be focusing on having change makers and inspiring individuals from all around the world, sharing their stories and experiences. Speakers will be sharing their personal journey and stories of self-discovery, life experiences, hardships and challenges faced, and their personal discovery of mastering the 21st century skills in their life journey. They will share what they wish they knew and what they hope to have learned when they were younger. They could have helped them to seamlessly navigate through the challenges. That they face in their life journey, their stories will inspire us all, and especially the younger generations, to understand the importance of mastering 21st century skills. These essential 21st century skills need to be mastered at a younger age, practiced continuously, nurtured and perfected over time. Driven by clear vision and solid purpose, these inspiring individuals will help to shape and reimagine the world we live in. We hope that their stories will inspire Sky Gems Academy podcast listeners to have a vision, to make a difference, to pursue your passion, dream big, and do things that give you purpose, no matter at what stage of your life you may be in. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy Sky Gems Academy podcast series two, discovering twenty-first century skills. We are pleased to have Dr. Tim Allen as our distinguished speaker at Sky Gems Academy Podcast Series Two, Episode Five: Discovering Twenty-First Century Skills. Please join me in welcoming Dr. Tim Allen. Dr. Tim Allen, or more fondly known as Tim, was awarded as one of top ten new principals by Forbes China 2021. Congratulations, Tim! What an outstanding achievement! Totally well deserved. Originally from Michigan in the U.S., Tim is a career educator who has nearly the last twenty years called Shenzhen, China home. Leaving the U.S. in two thousand two, he has worked in public, charter, private, and international school settings. Tim is currently the principal or head of school at Buena Vista Concordia International School, a small K to eight co-ed. Institution. The student population is mainly Chinese nationals looking to enter Western universities in the future. Tim earned his bachelor in elementary education in 1995, and immediately moved to Houston, Texas, where he worked as a classroom and physical education teacher. While in Texas, he worked on his master's in education leadership. Following this, his doctorate in educational administration, which he finished in 2010, he published dissertation in this area of English language learning among international school students. Tim is a lifelong learner and a lifelong educator. He has applied his passion for learning to his work with teachers and staff to encourage them to think bigger as they work every day with students. Here's Dr. Tim Allen, the newly crowned top ten new principals by Forbes China 2021. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it from Tim. Hi, good morning. Welcome to Sky Gems Academy podcast series two, discovering twenty-first century skills. Today, 
we are very honored to have our very special guest speaker and very distinguished speaker all the way from Shenzhen in China. And that's Mr. Tim Allen. Hey, Tim, good morning. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Good morning, Alyssa. I'm doing great. Uh, the weather is great, and so I can't help but smile. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I see the weather before and uh, lovely sunshine coming through the windows of your office. So enjoy the day, Tim. And thank you for making time for us. Yeah, absolutely. My yes. pleasure. Thank you. Well, I'm sure the listeners of Sky Gems Academy podcast are all eager to know who you are, where you are located and where you're from originally and all that good stuff. So, Tim, I'm going to hand over to you to introduce yourself to the listeners. Over to you, Tim. Okay, my pleasure. My name is Dr. Tim Allen, and I am originally from Michigan in the United States. Um, I have now been in education for approximately 26 years. This is my 20th year in China. I got my doctorate back in 2010, and ever since that time have been uh, working in administration as well. So uh, my background is actually in elementary education. Um, I started my career in Houston, Texas, uh, working as a physical education teacher and uh, moved my way up uh, through that into uh, being an athletic director and an activities coordinator, moved to China in two approximately 2001 and have been here ever since. It's been a, a great ride. I've been enjoying every minute of it. I have two beautiful children. My daughter is 18 years old and just joined the US Army. My son is eight years old and just started at grade three this year. Uh, they are both back in the US and I don't know what else to say. Uh, I'm enjoying what I do. I, I uh, have fun every day. This week is spirit week at our school. Um, yeah. So uh, you'll see pictures of me wearing hats and that kind of thing. That's all part of the, uh, the fun of being a principal and a head of school in a small school that we have here in, in Shenzhen, China. So I am the principal at uh, Buena Vista Concordia International School. We are a small school of about 130, uh, 135 students. And we are currently a K to eight school with the aspirations to add a high school program over the next few years. Well, Tim, sounds like you have a wonderful time in China and of course in Shenzhen with beautiful weather. And I think uh, one thing we forgot to mention, Tim, was that, um, in fact, it's my, I guess, my fault here not to congratulate you much earlier. Congratulations, Tim, for winning the top 10 new principles by Forbes China in 2021. That is an amazing uh, achievement. Congratulations, team. I'm so happy that you have won this very, very prestigious award. Well done. Thank you very much. Actually, um, this award actually came with a, a bigger award, actually. Um, we were surprised back in April of this year uh, by Forbes China. We were told that uh, for the first time ever that Forbes China was going to be ranking international schools in China. And our school, Buena Vista Concordia, was going to be in that uh, top 100 ranking. And so wow. we were excited to get that news. And when they came to talk with us about the award and, and about the, uh, the ceremony and, and getting the, uh, the certificates and everything for that, uh, they also included in that the fact that I was going to be given, the, uh, given one of the top 10 new principals awards, uh, which totally took me off guard and surprised me as well. Uh, and so I am honored to be included in that and to receive that award as well. So amazing! I'm, I'm more excited, I think, to, to get the, uh, the school award. I think that uh, yes. having our small school, again, you know, we're, we're a small school in a big pond. Uh, you know, a lot of schools here in Shenzhen, there's probably over 20 international schools just in Shenzhen. And we are actually in the area, excuse me, in the area 
of uh, the greater Bay Area, which mm. includes Guangzhou and other larger cities down mm. here in South China, That's right. uh, which includes about probably over 100 schools, we are actually ranked ninth uh, out of those schools. And then in all of China, we are ranked 49th. Wow. That's simply outstanding. Congratulations, team. And uh, looking forward to more uh, good news coming from you and your school very soon. Well done there. Thank you. Well, thank you, team, for being part of our show again. And in Sky Gems Academy podcast series two, we are focusing on 21st century skills and how we discover them from, I guess, throughout our journey. Flipping back to you, team, and I'm sure you have a lot to share here. What is your passion in life? When did you find out about your passion and how did you develop it? Can you share that? Um, actually, it goes way back to when I first was looking at uh, going into, into my university life. Mm. Um, all my life up to that point, from age five up until I started university for the first time, I had wanted to be an architect. Wow. And so, so everything that I had done was kind of gearing towards that. I was taking a lot of drafting classes in school, a lot of design and drawing classes and, and art classes, and really thought that architecture was the, the direction that I was going to go. And it was actually just shortly after dropping out of school for the first time and realizing mm. that uh, architecture wasn't going to be my calling that I started to realize that uh, I actually had an affinity and a passion for working with kids. <laughs> and so it, it's funny because I, I wish I still had this note that I, I wrote to myself. I wrote myself a note mm -hmm. way back when, you know, uh, when we still use stone tablets, that uh, what were the things that I was really passionate about? And everything that I wrote on there was, uh, you know, working with students, working in the area of uh, physical education and activities and sports and that kind of thing. And so as I'm, as I'm going back over this, this kind of note and, you know, to myself and thinking, you know, what am I going to do with my life at this point? You know, it just struck me that maybe I should become a teacher and that's become my passion. Uh, I enjoy working with students. Uh, I've been an administrator now for over 10 years, but uh, in that time, I also realized that um, I'm affecting many more children than even when I was in the classroom teaching. So uh, I still use that as my driving force because I'm affecting so many children every day in the things that I do. And I think that that's, that's the passion that, that wakes me up every morning to realize that uh, somebody today is going to be impacted by something that I do, something that I say, something that I maybe ask a teacher to do or something that, that happens within the day that I have a direct part in. So that's my passion. Wow. That is, um, that's an amazing journey that you, how you discover your passion. I think that is really, really great to hear from you, Tim, because I'm sure our listeners out there, some who are still going through this phase of self-discovery may yeah. uh, be figuring out how to find a passion. And like you, myself, uh, also find my passion uh, accidentally, right? <laughs> it's not something I mm -hmm. planned, not something yeah. that I thought I would do, but you know what? Hey, it happened. So if only we knew back then what we would do and, uh, and all, all right. that, things all would right. be different, right? Yeah, but hey, you know, so long as we find our passion, <laughs> there it goes, right? Exactly. And, uh, we are all geared up every yeah. day to wake up and do what we want to do, stay motivated and, and do all that for others. So that, that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, thank you for sharing your passion, Tim. But now I think um, with a passion, we'd like to really hear from you. What is your purpose in life? What is your why, right? And what really drives you and motivates you every day? 
I think the, the biggest thing is, is just to be a better version of myself, you know, to, to get up every day and say, um, I'm going to try to do it a little bit better today. And uh, again, you know, the, the passion of, of working with children, of working with other educators each day is, is a motivating factor. But I think the, the why is because I want to affect that change. I want to be a part of it. You know, I don't want to be a spectator watching life happen, you know, to other people. I want to be able to, to look back and say that, you know, I had a part to play. And I think that, you know, as, as William Shakespeare said, right, the, all the world's a stage and we're merely players, right? But, mm. but I think we all have that part to play. And, uh, you know, that's, that's really my purpose is to ensure that I'm always looking forward to why I'm here. And I think the, the why that I'm here is, is to be that effective change for someone. You know, we never know what somebody's journey is, is happening with them, you know, how, how it's happening, how it's unfolding. And so, you know, I, I kind of subscribe to the idea that, uh, you know, smile at everybody mm-hmm. because you never know, you know, what that smile might, how, how that smile might affect them. Yeah. And I think that that's my, my purpose, my why. It's nice uh, of, of you to share that. And, and to the listeners out there, you must uh, meet Tim one day. And I'm very happy to share that. Yes, Tim does carry a smile all the time. Every time I meet him, every time I speak with him, uh, yeah, the, that smile is there. So thank you, Tim, for bringing sunshine into our lives. So Tim, yeah, tell us, yeah, that's most welcome. Uh, Tim, tell us your story and uh, share with us an experience in your childhood or during your growing up years that made you learn about yourself and that defines who you really are. Um, the story is not that great of a story. I think it's pretty normal. You know, I grew up, you know, with older siblings. Um, I, I'm the youngest in my family, you know, of four boys. So my mom was uh, probably very tired by the time I came along. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm, I'm sure boys. she was. Yep. <laughs> right. And, um, but, uh, you know, I, I grew up in a, a community, you know, not, not a large, I wasn't in a large city, but uh, in a nice community where we were able to kind of ride bikes and play outside and, and, you know, do all the things that, that us old folks got to do back then, you know, before, mm-hmm. you know, before people got paranoid and, and worried about, uh, you know, strangers and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so we did a lot of playing outside. We did a lot of, uh, you know, creative play, I guess you would call it uh, making up games and, you know, making up new rules to old games and that kind of thing. Uh, I think that um, one thing that really kind of drove me was I had a, a teacher tell me one day, and this was mm-hmm. way back when I was in third grade. And they said that, you know, that, that as tough as I was, because I, I know that I was not a, an ideal student. Um, I, w- I was a good student in terms of, of academics. I, c- I could get straight A's in school for mm-hmm. the most part. Uh, but I was also kind of bored most of the time. And so I, I tended to get into a lot of trouble, you know, just, you know, outside of the academic realm. So it was one of those things where, uh, you know, this third grade teacher took me aside one day and said, look, you know, one of these days you're going to look back on, on this time and realize that you could have done it better. Mm. And, you know, had, had you been nicer to people, had you been not so uh, aggressive, I, I guess is, is really the, the term that, that they used back then, that people you know, would be nicer to me. And I think that that was part of it. You know, growing up, I, I had my kind of close circle of friends that, you know, we hung out together, yeah. but uh, never had, you know, the, you know, I was never the, the popular kid. I was never the kid that, you know, lots of kids wanted to hang out with. And I think it was because I was kind of mean to them. You know, I was, was kind of the bully and the, the one who, you know, thought that, that the world owed me something even at an early age. 
And uh, so this teacher really, it struck me because the, you know, looking back on it, I'm actually, believe it or not, really good friends with this teacher now. Uh, you know, we, nice. we ran into each other probably about, uh, I don't know, it's probably been about 15, 20 years ago now. And, and that's, a, that's a story in itself because we were walking down the street, walking towards each other on the sidewalk. And she recognized me long before I recognized her. Oh my and, goodness. Uh, she, <laughs> she's like, you know, Tim Allen, is that you? And I'm like, yeah, who, who are you, lady? You know, wow. I don't know you. And she's like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm your third grade teacher. And, and I was like, wow. It's like, <laughs> you remember me? And she's, I couldn't really forget you. <laughs> like, so <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where uh, e- even now, you know, we, we, we have a saying in education. I don't know if, you know, how many educators out there uh, that are new, but you'll, you'll hear this and, and trust me, you'll believe it that uh, the students that you remember are the ones that, that cause you the most grief in, in classes. Uh, those are the ones that stick with you, believe it or not. And, and they really do. Um, mm. and, and so it, it was, you know, I, I look back on it now and I'm, I'm actually honored the fact that, uh, that she was able to remember me. Um, I wish that she hadn't remembered me for all of the bad things that I did, but, you know, reuniting with her and, and, and connect, reconnecting with her, I should say, you know, has, has been a profound impact because she's been a mentor for, you know, the last 20 years as well. Wow. You know, she's long, long retired, you know, she's a musician as well, <clears throat> excuse me. And, mm. and so she's retired and doing the music now and, and, you know, enjoying her life as, as a retired teacher now, but, but she's been a huge help and mentor for me moving forward. But it, but it was that, that little talk that, uh, Hey, you know what, you know, one of these days you're going to have a wake up call. Mm. And, uh, it's interesting because she also tells the story that, uh, she used to, to, in the, in the staff room, she would yes. sit there and say, you know, one of these days, he's going to be one of us. And, and here I am yeah, years later, one of them. So amazing. It is, um, it's, it's just amazing story that you just shared with us, Tim. Thank you so much for that. And, and it's sometimes yeah. really all these nudges, all these, um, you know, mentors, the angels, I call them, that come into our mm-hmm. lives and give us the nudge that we actually need. And um, yeah. really a wake up call, as you say, to see things differently and then do things differently. So that yeah, yeah that drives us um, really well. So thank you for sharing and her her mentorship and her guidance. I'm sure has uh, yeah contributed a lot yeah. to your growth and your development. And likewise, I'm sure all of us uh, listening in uh, may may be thinking of that person or a few people that has helped them along the way. So I think uh, that's our lucky stars out there. So appreciate them and. Yeah. Uh, Thank them for whatever they have done. And I think uh, what is beautiful right now is that, Tim, you are passing it on. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? You are passing uh, it on well. to the next generations. <laughs> amazing. If, if- if, if only one person hears it, that's all they need to do. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's my mantra, you know, one, one mm. person at a time. So, yeah. Great. Thank you. Thank you, team. Thanks so much for that. Well, now that we are at a certain, I guess, point of our lives, looking back, what skills you wish you learned and developed during your younger days that would potentially help you more during your journey? Is there any you could share with us? Well, I think that, you know, one of the biggest ones is probably kind of just interpersonal skills, just being able to, uh, you know, network with people better. Um, I tend to be introverted quite often. Um, I'm, I'm the type of person that at a, at a staff party even, or at any kind of party, uh, will gravitate towards people that I recognize or people that I know, you know, to, to remind myself that I'm comfortable, you know, and, and so it, I do find it, it difficult to meet new people. I find it difficult to, 
uh, to jump into new conversations. I think that, you know, something like this, for example, you know, at first I was a little nervous, but I think, you know, making the, the leap and doing it uh, mm. is always the first step, right? Um, yes, yes. So I think that, that being, being assertive in that way, you know, asserting myself in terms of, of being willing to take risks, you know, and, and I think that these are skills that are, are hard to develop in terms of, you know, just kind of, like I said, the interpersonal piece, right? So it's, it's easy to take risks and say, okay, well, uh, I'm going to do this, right? I'm going to, I'm going to go bungee jumping, or I'm going to jump out of an airplane, or I'm going to, uh, you know, do this or whatever, you know, those, those actions that are, you know, a little bit easier to do, right? We talk about bucket lists as you get to be my age, right? That, you know, things that you want to do, but, but what I'm really talking about is more taking risks with, you know, the interpersonal relationships, you know, getting to know people, being willing to, to talk to a stranger, being willing to, to share your story, like, like I'm doing now yeah. a little bit and, and just being, being unafraid of ramifications and saying, well, if I share this, you know, is it going to come back to haunt me? Is it going to hurt me somehow? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, am I, am I oversharing? Am I telling too much? And somebody's going to be embarrassed by what I'm saying, or am I going to be embarrassed by what I'm saying? I think that that's a skill that is difficult to learn, mm-hmm. but I think it is one that we can learn. I think it's one that that should be taught more often, and and students themselves, and, and as well as adults. You know, I mean, we're we're all students even now. Yes. Um, you know, I consider myself a lifelong learner, so yes. uh, I'm I'm still learning how to do that. I'm still learning how to you know to take those initial steps and say, you know what, this person, you know, isn't that scary. I can I can talk to them and. Uh, you know, maybe I don't have a lot in common with them, or maybe I do, and I just don't know it. And, uh, you know, so I think, I think that that skill is one that I wish I had learned earlier. And, you know, it's one that I'm still learning now that I, I know that, you know, had I, had I had more time to develop, it might, might be a little bit better off, but, uh, but certainly it is something that even now is, is still learnable. Yeah, most definitely. I think people's skills and interpersonal uh, relationship skills are all very uh, real, as in uh, we, we face it every day. Uh, at the same time, it's actually one of the more challenging skill, I think, to be developed and to be mastered. And as you say, it's a lifelong learning <laughs> for all of us. Right. You know, right. um, we still make mistakes here and there. And then when we do, we learn yeah. from it and improve from there. But if, yeah. and, if and only if, right, uh, when during the... Um, younger days where at school there's such um, skills being being taught deliberately. I guess in schools, we, we kind of teach the students in a different way, like kind of assume that they would know or learn through doing certain tasks, learn through mm-hmm. interacting with your friends or your teachers or um, right. uh, other, other team members, So, but, but not deliberately uh, teaching the skills. So I think if we can add on or enhance that, then students can actually learn and practice those skills uh, every day right. in school. And then as they grow up, they still continue to, to enhance and improve on it. Because as you say, it is a lifelong skill that continue to, to be improved. Yeah. It's a work in progress, I would say. Definitely, definitely. And, and it is one of those things that mm. you know, I'm, I'm constantly reminding teachers of and reminding myself of is that uh, you know, so often as adults, we just make assumptions about, about students, about kids that, mm. uh, you know, either they already somehow know something or that somebody along the way, someone else along the way has taught them something that we expect them to know. And I'm, I'm constantly, again, reminding my staff, reminding myself that if we want a student to have a skill or to have, you know, a, a base of knowledge, 
Uh, we can't just work from the assumption that they already have it somehow, that we have to be the ones to, to work with them to develop those skills. And the thing is, is that, you know, the, the ones that do have that, that skill already, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll find that out. But certainly the ones that don't have it are the ones that we're really trying to reach. And, and so I think that, you know, these interpersonal skills are, are a big part of it because we, we see students, be, you know, interacting with each other and we think, oh, you know, they have their friends, they have, you know, people that they're, that they're interacting with all the time. And we see, and we certainly know how loud they can be with each other and, and you know, think about in terms of, you know, when they get together outside of the classroom and in the lunchroom, for example, or, yeah. or outside during playtime or whatever, we can, we can certainly hear and kind of feel the, uh, the palpability of how loud they can be. And so <laughs> we just make that assumption that in the classroom, they're going to be just as loud. Mm. And we say that, you know, that, oh, you know, I, I need you to now stand up in front of your peers and give a, you know, a 20 minute speech or, or to, you know, to give a presentation on something that you just learned. And, you know, then we're straining to figure out, you know, what are you saying? <laughs> what, you know, why are you covering your mouth? Why are you mm. suddenly shy when, when, you know, 20 minutes ago, you were, you know, the life of the party in, in the lunchroom, mm. for example. Yeah. And it's that assumption that we make oftentimes that, that leads us astray, because I think as educators, you know, part of our job is to, is to help ensure that students have those skills. And if we just assume that they already have them, or we assume that they're getting them from someone else, then we miss out on you know, the opportunity to provide some of those skill uh, pieces to them. That's true, yeah. And I think um, a lot of times when we play and, you know, in a comfortable, env comfortable environment with our friends and all that, we are being ourselves and, you know, just whatever that is, we will be all open and out there. But when it comes to like a formal discussion or presentation kind of a the flip side of things right uh, depending how yeah. comfortable the person is so so right. i think yeah those skills are definitely need to be uh picked up and enhanced uh, at a younger age so that they continue to uh, continue to sharpen that as they grow up well thanks for sharing that that story of yours and also the skills that you think will be very useful for uh, yourself for sure and also for everyone else uh, listening in i was just going to share one more yeah. i think that, that Great. the skill of of being uh, being willing to fail, being willing to to mm. keep trying. Yeah. You know, I think that you know we we talk about resilience with students, with kids, and and even adults. We talk about you know fortitude and that kind of thing. And the thing is, is that uh, we we kind of talk a good game, but we don't really teach that. You know, we we don't give the give our students oftentimes the the green light to make mistakes and to say, you know what, it's it's okay. To, to get a little messy in what we do and to, you know, you don't always need to have an eraser uh, to fix something, right? That, that sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, the simple act of making the mistake is the learning process itself. And I think that that's a skill also that we need to develop with our students and with ourselves as well, that to, to be able to say, it's okay, you know, I don't have to have the right answer right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm working towards that and, and being able to to make those mistakes and to make those, uh, you know, corrections, I think is a skill also that, that we need to uh, encourage in our students and in ourselves. Yeah. Feel forward, isn't it? Feel fast and feel forward and right. uh, yeah. learn, learn from those. And also it's okay to be not okay. Cause um, sometimes the kids will think that they, they have to be perfect all the time, uh, which as we know, we are not as human uh, and, and being able to, 
embrace, yeah, embrace those challenges ahead of us with uh, a growth mindset and uh, willingness to take risk and keep doing it until you get it right. Because <laughs> right, we, we don't get things right first time, but uh, as we continue on and pursue and be resilient, uh, one day we will. Yeah. That's uh, really uh, amazing that uh, you, are, you brought this up and thank you for highlighting that. That's so important for all of us to hear. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, Tim, I think um, it's really nice um, to hear a very authentic leader like yourself, educator like yourself, sharing all those important nuggets that you have gone through in your life journey so that all of us could learn. Would there be any advice or guidance on any skills that the future generation should learn now so that when they are you know, growing up and enter into their adult life, they will be prepared to face those challenges ahead of them? Um, I think that probably the biggest one is to, you know, to, to be forward thinking, mm -hmm. you know, the, the skill of, of being able to not just be in, in the moment now, but, but to think, uh, you know, how is this going to affect me tomorrow or affect someone else tomorrow? Uh, and to, to be thinking not just of themselves today or, or in the moment today, I know that, you know, oftentimes we say, you know, take, take it one day at a time or, yeah. or live in the moment, right. You know, don't, don't, mm. you know, don't dwell on the future because, you know, you, you can't predict it or you can't uh, know what's going to happen. Mm. But I, I don't, I don't fully embrace that. I think that people need to realize that, you know, we are shapers of our future. I think that the students of today are going to be the ones that shape their futures tomorrow. Uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, Sir Ken Robinson, you know, famously said that, you know, we have no idea what the students of today are going to be like when they become adults, you know, with the, the jobs that they're going to be looking for or looking forward to haven't even been invented yet, you know, the, those kinds of things. And so I think that that being able to to be forward thinking, we, uh, you know, I think this is, you know, going back to, you know, even even people that we recognize today, like Steve Jobs and, and uh, Bill Gates and Microsoft, right? Uh, they were forward thinkers. You know, the, the, the reason that they became so successful, it wasn't because they had a great idea. It wasn't because they, they came up with this, something that nobody else had thought of. It was that they came up with the idea and then they embraced it. They said, you know, that this is something that we're going to add value to. Oftentimes it was taking something that was already partially in existence and just adding value to that. And I think that that's the, that's the future is being able to, to not necessarily come up with the next great new idea, but to shape what's our current situation like and how can we enhance it? How can we make it better? And I think you know, most of the, of the inventions of the you know, 21st century as, as, as we're moving forward, they're basically manifestations of improvements on current, current things. And, you know, that's why, I mean, we have the, what was the iPhone 13 that just came out, right? That, yeah. you know, it's basically, you know, uh, another, another incarnation of something that happened you know, decades ago. Mm. Uh, but I, I think that, that that skill in and of itself of, of being able to, to look forward rather than being kind of stuck in the idea of what are we doing right now? Uh, I think that looking at the now is important. I think that understanding that where we are currently is going to, you know, help shape that. But I think that also taking what we currently have and where we currently are and saying, how can we make it better? How can we improve on that uh, is going to be the skill that, that really drives people. 
you know, the, the ones that are truly successful, not just, you know, monetarily or financially, you know, financially or, or, you know, in that, in that way, but I think just people that are going to be content and happy with their lives are going to be the ones that, that are looking forward to kind of the next phase and saying that, you know, I'm, I'm happy where I am right now, but I also want to ensure that the next decade is going to be, you know, even better than it is. And that's kind of what shapes me, like I said, as an educator, yeah. is that each day I, I, I want to be a, a better version of myself each day. And so, you know, I try to improve on one thing, you know, each day and I wake up and say, okay, you know, yesterday I spoke with this many teachers and, mm-hmm. you know, today I want to add one more teacher to that list mm-hmm. or, you know, I've, I've read three books this week. I want to read one more, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's just, you know, how, how can I, how can I work towards that self-improvement and improving the world around me. Cause I think that that's a skill as well, that, uh, you know, looking outside of ourselves and realizing that, you know, we, you asked the question, you know, what, what is my why? Mm. And I think that that's a key thing for a lot of people is that realizing that it's not about me, that it's not about what I want, what I need. The idea that, that when we give, when we contribute something or when we help someone else, we actually feel better about it, right? I mean, the, the endorphins kick in and, and we feel good when we're helping someone else. You know, we, we're carrying something for someone or we're cleaning up something that, that you know, was dropped by someone else. And, and, and we look at that and we say, you know, that somebody else could clean this up or somebody else could help this person, but that doesn't give me satisfaction. Mm-hmm. What gives me the satisfaction is knowing that I was able to do that. And I think that that's a skill that we need to, to embrace and teach to our students as well, to, to realize that the world outside of themselves needs them, you know, and, and recognizes them for, for their contributions as well. Well, well said there, Tim. Thank you so much for sharing that level of detail because um, yeah. th- those are very important skills to yeah. develop over time, right? And if our younger generations and future generations were to be taught at an earlier age or know about this or be aware of it, I think um, they will be on a better journey than most of us. So really hope that yeah. they pick this up uh, when they're much younger and continue to enhance it along the way. Yeah. I know, I know that the uh, kind of the, the theme of, of all of mm-hmm. this is 21st century skills, but I think that uh, oftentimes we get kind of belabored by the idea that uh, many of these skills are going to be tech related, right? And we mm-hmm. talk about, you know, being able to, you know, function with a tablet or, or a device of some sort. I think that those skills are being taught. I think that even here in our own school, um, you know, we're a, a one-to-one device school. And so every student on our, on our campus has a device and we're teaching those students how to use those devices effectively and that kind of thing. I think that, that the skills that, that are being taught in our schools and, and even by our parents, you know, our parents are, are helping, you know, kind of lead that, that cause as well. I think those skills are, are already being taught. I don't know if there's any, you know, 21st century tech skills that I would say are necessary or, or important enough to say that, that make sure that our students get this, you know, that I think that uh, it's really the, the interpersonal and the, the life skills, you know, the living outside of yourself and being able to contribute to society. I think is the key because it's easy to get involved with the device and to, you know, we see it every day, right. With everybody mm. walking around with their yep. phones glued to their face. And, and so, you know, we, we get to see that and, and experience that virtually every day where people are engaged with their device, but not with each other. 
And I think that that's the, those are the skills that we want to embrace and to teach to our students is, you know, how to still, you know, yes, you can use your device. Yes, you can be engaged with your device, but you can still also engage with one another and, and with the, the general population and the world around you. And those are the skills that, that I think our schools and our teachers need to really be working with our students on how to kind of create this uh, symbiotic relationship between the devices and the interpersonal skills. You know, I think that that's what many, many parents certainly and certainly uh, adults in general, I think are a little worried about when we say this generation, but I think it's, you know, it, it's bigger than that. We're a little bit worried about the fact that our students are, are losing the ability to interact with each other, you know, outside of a device. And I think that's a key, mm. key skill that we need to keep on the forefront. Well said there, communications, interpersonal skills. And I think overall the human touch, right? The human touch in yep. our, our day-to-day lives. Well, thank you, Tim, yep. for sharing that level of detail. Well, Tim, we're coming uh, almost to the end of the podcast uh, session today. Would you mm-hmm. kindly share your wish and your hope for the future? Uh, it's an easy one. Um, I wish and hope for the future that, that people can be nice, can be kind mm. to each other. You know, the, the thing is, is that, uh, as I said, you know, earlier on that uh, uh, I think that was one of the, the wishes that my, my former teacher had told me yeah. was that she, she had wished that I would learn to be nice. And so that's, that's the wish that I want to pass on. I hope that uh, people, when they see each other, when they, when they interact with each other, that they can find compassion, they can find empathy and realize that, uh, you know, we're all on our own journeys, but we're all on our own journeys, you know, really together. You know, we, we rely on each other. We need to interact with each other. Uh, you mentioned that, you know, that human touch, you know, the, yeah. the touch factor, I think is a, is an important piece and realizing that, uh, you know, there are thousands, if not millions of people out there that are, are missing out on that. So I would say, you know, Take, take the time to smile with somebody today. You know, if, if you have the ability to affect somebody, even with a smile, with a handshake, with a, uh, I know that we're in COVID times, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, we want to try to practice a little social distancing, but uh, if there's a way that you can evoke or promote that interaction, those relationships, that would be my hope is that people find a way to, to reach other people with what they do. Wow. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for sharing your hope and your wish for the future. Well, thank you, Tim, for your time once again, for being our guest speaker and very distinguished speaker on SkyGems Academy podcast series two, Discovering 21st Century Skills. Tim, have a wonderful day ahead and I wish you a happy golden week in China coming soon. Have a long break and uh, happy holidays. Thank you very much. It has been my pleasure and thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Tim. See you soon. Thank you for tuning in to Sky Gems Academy Podcast Series 2, Discovering 21st Century Skills. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. Please kindly subscribe to Sky Gems Academy Podcast streamed on various platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm and many more. Visit our website at www.skygemsacademy to find out more 
about our very special speakers and about Sky Gems Academy. We appreciate you and your continuous support. May peace and joy be with you always.